in terms of like the the, the way they like i mean i I've, i'm relatively new to the uh to the field as well um having been a teacher before and i saw it from another side so i could see what the the issues with um like cyber security and so on but i've and I, I mean, I'm seeing vast changes and like for relatively short amount of time that I've been in it. So are you seeing that there are like the actual speed of change now is like has increased it? What what difference are you seeing from when you began to what what is now? Is that are you seeing that like we're having to just like, I don't know, throw away the template, the blueprint and, and redraw or is it or we can take some of it with us or do you feel it is just it's so quickly changing that there is no um there is no blueprint anymore oh, excuse me. So the industry is certainly changing rapidly i think that that's being exacerbated by the increase in technology the sudden shift in covid of everyone going remote there there are all these different factors the talent shortage um there's there's many components that are contributing to that i would say that we already as a as a society, I guess, or uh, for the cybersecurity industry, we we already have this misconception that hey, I can go download the NIST cybersecurity framework, and that is just a one size fits all. I just follow whatever the the control guidance says, and I'm good to go. There's so much subjectivity. You can't make a framework that is built for everyone. Those are meant to be guiding lights. But the problem is, is most organizations don't have people in place that can pick that up and build strategy around it, interpret it, make it uh, conform to the to the organization and your unique risk posture. And, and it's creating havoc because people are, are still getting compromised. People are still failing audits. People are still pissing off their customers and prospects because they're not building the right security uh, programs. And um, you, you add that to the startup community specifically who already has a shortage in staff and perpetual funding issues and and whatnot. Like this is a this is a very real problem. And but unfortunately, startups are typically the ones that absorb the most sensitive data. You can be some guy and his dog serving uh, the the GEs of the world. Uh, you can be serving huge healthcare systems. You can be absorbing PHI into an AWS account that you spun up. Like it's it's kind of crazy, um, especially what we see in the startup community. How how. Um, how much the the risk landscape has evolved because we can so easily go and create companies and SaaS tools in the cloud environment. Yeah, yeah, I suppose it it does. It gives it it's giving the uh, the people who normally would have have just sat in the bedrooms and not really done anything that it's now giving them the opportunity to actually launch things, isn't it? Um, and I suppose that too much power, like a little knowledge, is um, is a dangerous thing at times. Um, with regards to that, um, I mean, again, I mean, we're seeing like like you're talking about, we're we're seeing similar things that, like, the human element is still the thing that's getting caught out. All this technology comes out, everything is, but it's still the human being that is fallible. Um, and I know I've heard, I've talked, we talked to other CISOs who say like, if you could take the human element out, actually, the problem wouldn't exist. But now that the, it's getting so, um, they are getting so clever. Uh, where they can they can read out what's happening on your social media, they can then like deliver an email that is something that you've looked at previously and something that you've commented on in maybe like Facebook or it 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 just it's a scary situation I think for for companies to come into, um, and I think we've almost got so much information and so much data that 
more the challenge is being data savvy as opposed to just being like we need more of that i don't know do you, do you think the same is it like do we just, I, I i feel that we just need to be more savvy with what we've got before we start moving forward any further it, it don't know maybe i think maybe i'm getting a bit old <laughs> yeah no I, I agree with your sentiment i think that the issue is that we largely just did not take di- data privacy seriously and every time we start to take it seriously we get set a couple steps back what i mean by that is the 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 boon of of social media for example like we that suddenly became a data privacy nightmare because everybody wanted to share everything online and that was of course public for the world to see and so we as a society got educated to just put things out freely not really have a regard for for data privacy and and the value of data and then I think people started to, to get more concerned. Data breaches started uptaking. We started realizing Google and, and Amazon and Apple. Uh, we had Edward Snowden. There were all these different things where people suddenly started caring about privacy again. And then you have something like ChatGPT come out where suddenly, again, we're being educated to just dump all of our data because we're so excited about this new technology yeah. into a uh, system that is going and absorbing that data and, and ending up. Uh, God knows where. And that right there, like those kinds of things, we just as a society, I keep saying that it just is this is worldwide. We don't seem to have a regard for our own privacy and we don't seem to see the harm in sharing our sensitive information. And that's a real problem. Mm. It is. I mean, I might be being naive in terms of this, but in terms of a solution to that, what what do you like? I mean, it's like asking you, like, how do how do you solve like hunger? But like, do you, do you feel there is there is a way of that we can do it? And do you think it starts with like people like yourselves and companies like yourselves actually working with individual companies and and like building from the we almost need to go from the base upwards and actually build a solid foundation that people understand and then move step by step, as opposed to what seems to be happening, which is starting pretty much in the middle and then just like riding the wave of <laughs> whatever's coming along, I suppose. Like, do you think that the way is education is the, is the key here? Um, or do you think it's something different? No, I, I think that education is a part of it. I, I certainly think that we have to treat it like we do for building a security program for a organization. The way to do that is you figure out what are all the risks to me and how do I address those risks, right? Same thing for our personal lives. Like every time you go and you put your data in a new system, that's a new window into your house, right? That's that's a new risk area. And so the idea is that we need to reduce our risk and stop being, being more mindful uh, of, of where we put our data um, and then just educating ourselves on, on kind of what's important and what's not. That's a, that's a huge component of this. And then I think also not supporting organizations that freely use our data uh, for their own gain um, at the detriment of its users. I think that right now we still very much support those organizations and and nothing's going to change for as long as we do that. Um, So those are just a few areas to I would focus on. There are a few elements that we have no control over over and the the genie is out of the bottle. So, for example, social security numbers, uh, driver's license numbers like those are just th- those don't change. They they are very static numbers, uh, and you it, it, that's compromised. One genetics actually is another prime example because we just had that huge uh, genetic breach a couple of weeks ago. You can't change your genetics, 
And what you can do with genetics and the the, the targeted attacks that can be created for uh, if if you know enough about someone's genetic sequence, man, it's it's kind of it's kind of <laughs> scary. So those kinds of things we don't have a real solution for just yet, other than being reactive and and uh, and fighting back when when that data is being used detrimentally. But um, we we can at least help ourselves by educating ourselves to not dump our data in just every freaking new SaaS application that that pops up in our lives. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's, I, I try and do it with my, my own children, like trying to just, just educate them a little bit to like, just remember anything you put online, it, you can't get it back. <laughs> Once it's gone, <laughs> it's gone. It's not uh, it's not like a toy that you can go, oh no, actually I don't like that anymore. Take it away. Um, and as you see people getting canceled because of, comments they've made 15 years ago like it's it's so like scary because nobody knows what's going to be offensive or is going to be used 15 years in the future something we say today yeah. like we don't just don't know um and there's no way of forecasting that idea either it's uh yeah it's a, I, I don't know whether it's scary exciting a bit of both <laughs> it I, I sort of get confused thinking about it when i feel and how i feel about it Oh,